Hi everyone and welcome to All Wakey Aren't We. I'm Cy Boyle and this is my review of our match against Dronfield Town. 16th of December, Dronfield Town 2, Wakefield AFC 3, in front of a crowd of 130. The starting 11, in goal, George Bristol. The back four, Aaron Pilkington, Jack Durkin, making his first uh, full start for us, Ben Holmes and Callum Charlton. In midfield, Danny Yule and Jaden Sandhu. Attacking midfield, Mason Ruby, Seb Losa, Ollie Rodriguez-Green, and up front, Ben Gelder. Substitutes used, Cameron Barnett, Oliver Clark, Henry Kendrick, Brad Green, and Eddie Busfield. Now, first of all, I do apologise if I sound a little bit groggy. I seem to have a bit of a cold at the moment, so if I do... Uh, Sound a bit dopey and a bit sniffly. Um, you have to put up with me for this review, but I did want to get the review out um, before we play our match against Golka tonight in the Cup. And finally, at the weekend, we got some league football. Um, it's been a while since we played. It's the first time we've actually played in December. What with all the cancellations for rain or frozen pitches and, and what have you, we've actually got a game on. And uh, it's another win. So thankfully, as we discussed on... Uh, when me and Rich and Ian did our review show recently, we said, well, hopefully, because we were on a good run, that we weren't going to jinx our winning run or unbeaten run. And uh, so far, we haven't. We actually picked up another win at the weekend, which was good. Uh, as I say, it was a trip to Dronfield, a team that we'd beaten three year, three times before in the three previous meetings. Um, but they weren't a team to take lightly because they had picked up some good wins uh, in recent matches before they played us. And... You could see why they're they're a team that battles well, and the typical teams that we sort of see at this level are ones who might not have any extra flair, perhaps in terms of the style of play, but they're just very effective at at what they do and uh, and sell very well to uh, to defend. Uh, and they took some breaking down. Took us a while to get into our flow. I think um, the break didn't do us any favors. I think we were playing really well before. Uh, we've had that run of having no games and although perhaps some of the tired legs have benefited from the rest I think our chemistry took a bit to get back together there were a couple of early chances um, before there were any goals scored that we had um, but there were few and far between and I think they probably had the better of the start um, we had a corner uh, which uh, found Jack Durkin on the six yard area uh, which kind of flicked across goal, hoping someone else was going to get a, on the end of it, and there was no one there, so that kind of went across goal. And uh, Jaden Sandhu was one on one at one point, uh, but the keeper saved well on that one. And there was a few chances where that goalkeeper really kept the score down. To be fair, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it was Dronfield that took the lead though, and it was a penalty. Uh, but unfortunately, it was the other end of the pitch. Uh, to where we were stood, we had quite a good, a good uh, group of us in the end we were attacking, hoping that we'd uh, have plenty of goals to cheer on at that end, uh, with the ball coming towards us, especially because if we'd have been at the other end of the pitch, the sun would have been right in our eyes because it was a really low sun. Um, so I didn't actually see what caused the penalty, other than that it was a foul in the in the area. Um, 
George nearly got to it, but uh, their striker managed to tuck that away. Uh, so they took the lead on about 21 minutes in. Seven minutes before half-time, we had our chance to level through the same method. Um, we had a penalty when Danny was fouled in the area, and it was Ollie who's been such a, a free-kick specialist lately. Ollie stepped up to take it, but his shot was saved. Unfortunately, it did look to be at that sort of perfect height for the keeper. It was just to his left. Um, but it was it was a good save, save by the keeper. It went the right way for it. Um, but penalties, we, we, we've seen Ash miss this season. We've seen Billy miss. So missing a penalty is no bad thing. It's just one of those things. Luckily, it didn't uh, hamper our result. And we levelled uh, just before half-time. But I must apologise on behalf of bringing you the match highlights in this podcast because I made a rookie error thinking that we were going to go into half-time at that scoreline and the queue for the food shack looked quite quiet. I took the opportunity to go get my lads some food and while I was on my way back, I was actually behind sort of the stand where a lot of the people sit to watch the game when we scored the equaliser. So from where I was actually getting the food, I could have seen the goal if it had scored then. But as I was walking back and I was behind the stand, I missed the goal entirely. Um, so we levelled just before half time with Jaden scoring. Uh, apparently it was great set up by Callum down the left as well. Callum had a, had a great game, I have to say. Both Callum and Jaden, actually. Um, Callum got my vote for man of the match because I just thought his, his pace and his attacking play down the left caused a lot of problems on the overlap. Um, so I thought he had a great game, and obviously he's, he had a hand in that goal. Um, but in future, I will not be uh, missing any goals for you by going to get food early. Lesson learned. So one all at half-time. Um, we did have one more chance just before the... The whistle, uh, Ben Gelder had a um, chance of a header in the area, but he put it right at the keeper. Uh, whereas if it had gone either side, could well have gone in. Um, but that was it, and we went in at one all. In the second half, we built up pressure, um, starting to get out of their back line a bit more. Um, I think our fitness was really starting to tell in the second half as well. Uh, but it wasn't actually until about 20 minutes to go when we took the lead. Um, at one point, so, so the ball had moved sort of into around about the halfway line. Jaden and Ollie had the ball in the same area, and Jaden sort of went out to the left wing. But rather than looking to play the ball back to him, Ollie then spotted Mason's run over on the right wing and hit a beautiful, I don't know, 30 yard pass, something like that, lobbed pass right over the defence. Mason collects the ball beautifully. Uh, and runs in to score, past the goalkeeper into the far corner. Um, it was a fantastic pass, the sort of pass that um, previous listeners, if you've heard of my other reviews, the sort of thing that I, I comment on Danny with his passing. Uh, it was that sort of pass, great long-range pass right onto the attacker's feet. Probably quite reminiscent, I suppose, in a way, of his uh, of Mason's goal against Horbury last year, uh, thinking about it, sort of making that run and finding the... Uh, the crossfield ball. And it's another goal for Mason. Now he's really racking up the goals at the moment. Um, and this is that thing that I keep saying about, you know, we we've, we get our goals from all over the pitch, particularly the attacking midfielders, rather than uh, a striker, just from the way that we play. 
Um, that's his eighth goal in ten games now, and his eleventh of the season. Uh, twenty-one overall, so he's our third highest all-time scorer. But eight goals in ten games um, for a winger, I think, is superb. So well done, Mason. Keep that going. Uh, Oliver Clark scored the next goal, and it's his his first goal for the club. Five minutes to go, um, and it looked like it was at least going to secure the win for us, and it turned out uh, to be a vital goal for us because uh, uh, Dronfield pulled one back soon afterwards and, and made it a bit of a shaky end. Uh, so yeah, Oliver Clark's first goal lost his marker. Um, a few passes sort of with other players as we attacked into the box, poked home um, the ball. And like I say, first goal for us, hopefully the first of many. So well done, uh, young Oliver, on that one. But it was about two minutes later, we lost the ball in midfield, gave it away a bit too easily. And they had a long-range shot which sneaked into the corner uh, just past Henry, unfortunately, who'd come on at half time for George. And given the fact that when we'd gone 3-1 up, we were singing a little bit cockily, and blaming Mick on this one, um, started singing Jingle Bells, oh, what fun it is to watch Wakey win away. And they pulled one back and we were like, oh, hope we haven't cursed it. But luckily we hadn't. Um, and we held on for 3-2 and another win, which is fantastic. Uh, as as they keep saying on the the NCL podcast, we're top and we're there to be shot at. And at the moment, the more we can keep winning and keep dodging those bullets, um, it's up to everyone else to catch us. There are teams behind that have got games in hand that can go past. We're top of the table, but as we know, Parkgate are behind us. Six points, but they've got four games in hand. So... They can go, if they won those four games, they'd be six clear. But at the same time, they've got to play us twice this season. And I think they're going to be real crucial ties in the story of this season. And behind them, there are still teams that um, have it all to play for. Shybrook a third, then it's Beverley, Wormwell and Retford United. With Horbury uh, winning at the weekend as well, getting back on form and they're in seventh. So, and I think those teams, probably those seven teams, are going to be contending the title and the playoff positions. Um, someone else might sneak in, but at the moment it looks like it's going to be those being the main contenders. It's going to be very interesting to see who's, uh, not just for the title, but I think who's going to be the four in the in the playoffs and, uh, and who wins the playoffs. It's going to be a very exciting season to come. So, as I'm recording this tonight, we've got uh, Golka in the... West Riding County Cup, uh, a home tie after it's been cancelled twice away. That's the way the uh, the rules of the competition work. If if a uh, if a tie is cancelled twice uh, for any reason, then it switches to the to the away side as such to have the opportunity to host the tie, and that's what we've got tonight. And then we've got two matches next weekend or this weekend coming up on the twenty third. The Saturday we've got Armthorpe. Uh, a team who we've had plenty of luck against in the past, so hopefully that'll be our Christmas present uh, for the fans with another win there. Um, we also have the pre-match fan gathering, uh, as we mentioned on the uh, the podcast in the last episode. Um, we're going to meet at the bridge, sort of. We said one o'clock, but I think maybe sort of somewhere between twelve and one. I think I'll get there a bit earlier, so I can head to the ground earlier. Um, but yeah, we're going to meet up in the bridge, have a few drinks with the fans, just to 
you know, for us to get together, wish everyone a happy Christmas when we're away from the game rather than trying to focus on the game. Uh, and then we'll go watch the uh, the Armthorpe game where the club are doing it as a pay-as-you-feel uh, entry as well. So um, the club appreciates that. We all know we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis, but apart from that, especially at Christmas, times can be hard. There's money to be spent elsewhere. So, um, you know, even if you've only got a pound in your pocket or something, you can get into the game uh, and enjoy the match uh, on that basis on the Saturday. And then Boxing Day, the big one, Horbury Town away. Um, and we know they're fantastic Wakefield derbies that we have with them. Always highly entertaining games, closely fought uh, with plenty of passion. And what better time to do that than on Boxing Day. And uh, yeah, so we'll see how we get on with that. What time I'm going to get the Armthorpe review out in terms of Christmas. Not sure it's going to be before then. So as a personal thank you to me if I don't get another episode out before Christmas. Have a great Christmas, everybody. Thank you so much for all the follows and the listenings and likes. means the world to us. Please feel free, as always, to follow us on X and on Facebook. At All Wakey, aren't we? Thank you once again for listening. I'm going to try and go get rid of this cold now. I'm Cy Boyle, and we are All Wakey, aren't we? <laughs>